Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, it's the news uh, that's plastered all over the place. TV screens, on your phone, right here on the radio. (laughs) Big news of the day to the day. The Federal Reserve signed off on the biggest interest rate hike in almost 30 years. Of course, it's an effort to tame inflation, to cool it down. Uh, We often refer to that uh, as uh, tapping the brakes uh, on the economy and what's going on there. So we want to look at what this all means for you. How does this uh, interest rate hike, again, uh, a uh, 0.75% increase in where we are which, of course, is going to increase the cost of borrowing. We were talking in the last segment about how this will impact those who have credit card debt. Uh, And if that interest rate ratchets up, then suddenly just your interest payment can become very big. Uh, We also know that this applies not just to individuals or to businesses. This also applies to the United States government. And as those interest rates continue to move up, again, in an attempt to cool inflation, So we get that. Uh, But what does that actually do in the end? And so as we mentioned in the last segment, if you missed that, uh, we broke it down in terms of the interest payment alone. And if you've ever been caught in that credit card trap, you know how painful that is. When you have a credit card balance and the only thing you can do every month to just keep your head not maybe not even above water, maybe it's occasionally up and down in the water, is to make that minimum payment just to pay the interest. And it doesn't do anything to the principal. So you're, you're still on the hook. You, you still have all of that stress. And now imagine that times $30 trillion. That's a, that's a megawatt interest payment and nothing to reduce the debt. And we know all of these things have impact on the economy. So uh, as was expected, we knew this was coming. The Federal Reserve had been uh, teasing and toying at this for some time, that they were going to raise rates at this meeting today. Uh, And they did, a 0.75% increase. Uh, Biggest increase, as we mentioned, since 1994. And as the inflation data continues to to show, uh, this, this is the thing. And part of it, I think, was was missing the boat early on, where early on the administration said, no, there, there's no, it's not a thing. Inflation is not a thing. 
And then it became a transitory thing. So don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. It's really not going to happen. It's just a transitory thing. So just it's just a little season. It'll it'll be in, out, and done. We'll all be fine. And now, of course, it is. It's just a thing. And the thing is hurting a lot of Americans. In particular, as is always the case, it hurts the elderly that are on fixed incomes. It impacts the poor and the most vulnerable among us the most. Because they can't afford, as we've been reporting, that it's costing the average Utah family an extra $800 a month just to stay where they are. Now, the the speculation um, is now what? Now what happens? Now that they've made this price increase, or excuse me, this rate increase, what's next? And uh, how's that going to impact the stock market? How's that going to impact the economy? How's that in, going to impact investment from businesses and hiring? Uh, and so... Uh, the the Fed's uh, benchmark rate will will end the year most likely at three point four percent. That's kind of the midpoint of the target range. Um, and so, if you look at that again, that's uh, way beyond what I think anybody was anticipating a year ago. Now, one of the interesting interesting things to me is is how this is being painted uh, by the committee as they rolled this out today. Uh, they released a statement that said this, said overall economic activity appears to have picked up after edging down in the first quarter. Job gains have all been robust in recent months, and the unemployment rate has remained low. All of that is true. Inflation remains elevated, also true. Reflecting supply and demand imbalances related to the pandemic, higher energy prices, and broader price pressures. So as you look at how all of that plays out, uh, of course, the the only question that really matters in the end is how is it impacting you and your family, your neighbors, your community, your extended family? Uh, those are the things that the American people want to know about. Uh, they don't want excuses. They don't want finger pointing. They don't want placing blame. Uh, and at this point, you know, are we sure if there's what levers are left in terms of what can be pulled, what can be done? And so, uh, sadly, we're, we're left with a lot of rhetoric uh, around where we are and how we got here. And that's also keeping us a very safe distance from actually doing the things that will change the game. Not going to change the game tomorrow, let's be really clear. And, and I think the administration, I think politicians at all levels need to understand that it is time for the crucial conversation with the American people. They can handle the truth. They actually can. And you're actually better off telling them the truth. Why? Because the American people are living the truth. They know. And if all you're doing is trying to dodge it and weave and bob and blame and distract and distort, uh, I go back to where we started. That is not what leadership looks like. So who's going to lead? Who's going to lead the conversation? And who's going to say, okay, American people, here's where we are. Here's what we're going to need to do. 
which will be very helpful, by the way. The one thing we know about the economy is certainty is very helpful. Certainty is helpful to businesses who might make some of those big investments in growth or expansion, might make those big purchases, might expand and add higher-paying jobs, some of those senior-level jobs, uh, or those jobs that can lead somebody to a a better spot. Uh, But they're not going to do that in the midst of uncertainty. So where is that certainty going to come from? Again, it doesn't have to be sunshine and lollipops. It doesn't have to be unicorns swooping in. This is not kumbaya, group hug, we'll all be fine. This is not about glasses that are half full, half empty, or rose-colored. This is about an honest conversation with the American people of where we are. Uh, If you've ever been to the shopping mall and you're looking at the map of where all the stores are, the, the most important point of the map is that little dot that says, you are here. Because if you don't know where you are, it is impossible to chart a course to get to where you actually want to go. So for me, the question for every elected official at every level is where are we? Will you tell the American people where we really are? And I guarantee if we know where we are, the American people can chart a course to get us where we really want to go and where we really need to go. But that takes an honest conversation. No finger pointing, no placing blame. No, they did it. No, they did it. No, they did it. No. Where are we? Where do we need to go? How are we going to get there? That's the only question that matters in my mind. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick with us. We'll be right back. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.